To the little things in life podcast with me, Tom, and me, Katie. Hello. It's episode eleven. <laughs> As we're doing something slightly different this week, taking a break from the seriousness, the seriousness. and the oh! and the deep topics. Yeah, I think last week was probably like the most serious episode we've ever done, and probably the least fun episode we've ever done. So we're doing a, yep. a calmer alternative. A bit light-hearted, you know. Yes. Yeah. Relaxed. Well, I don't have, like, six bits of paper in front of me with what various people's opinions were. Which is nice. A bit more fluent and free. Not, you know, saying what we want. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think, uh, yeah, obviously last week's episode was on social media. I think I came across in that episode as listening to it back when I was editing as someone who thinks that news should not have agendas that's not the case I know it's and it's like <laughs> I know it's no secret that news outlets have agendas and political agendas that's fine I, my point was it needs to be truthful anyway moving on has that been keeping you up all night this week <laughs> <laughs> no it hasn't been that bad it hasn't been that bad um but how's your week been you Katie um you know my week's not been too bad um this week I haven't really necessarily done much. Um, weather, I'm trying to think. I know this is what we talk weather. about every time. Weather has been nice, I think. It's really been, yeah. nice. It's not been too bad here. Um, oh, I'm, I'm using a clicky pen at the moment. Oh, Tom, don't do a me. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, but today, the first day of like miserable weather, um, I've been, I started um, cycling two days ago. I aspire to be uh, a cyclist in the future. So, no, jokes. I want to run more. Um, so I thought I'd try and make the most of the weather. Um, and then I also um, went, like, I saw my grandparents on uh, VE Day. I went and dropped some stuff around. Um, so I cycled to them. That was nice. You didn't do a conga um, in the street with them? Sadly, no. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. was that was the highlight of this week, I think. Not watching people do their conga. Or seeing my grandparents. No, you didn't see my grandparents. No, I no. But it was obviously Friday was V Day, victory in Europe. And yeah, it was like the first day that didn't really feel like a day in isolation. We'd had mm. a socially distanced sort of gathering where like everyone on my street stayed in like their front gardens and drank tea and ate cake and like shouted to each other. It was really nice. Um shouted to each other. Well, yeah, because yeah. you're because they're like in, they're not like next to you because we were obeying social distancing rules. I was thought you were going, hello! <laughs> well, some people we... Nah, it wasn't that bad, no. Um, I don't know, it was a really nice day. The weather was really nice as well. I don't know, it just didn't it didn't have the same sort of like isolation... Yeah, no, that's really nice. ...feel to it. It was nice just to sort of like see everyone and chat, but whilst maintaining safe distances. Glad, um, glad to hear it. And, and obeying oh. the rules. Oh, I got um um I got accepted to Hamburg this week. Uni, if it goes a- goes ahead, that the was a good thing. From the listeners don't care about that. No, obviously <laughs> that's really really good. Well, I didn't expect you to find anywhere. Well, I suppose you're doing like a it's a like you're studying abroad, not doing like a. Mm-hmm. But that's still you'll have a sick time. 
if Hopefully. it goes ahead. So that, they can't. They, surely they that, can't accept you now and then say no. Well, who knows, to be fair. It's more like the regulations of Germany or what the UK, because if the uni... It's up to the uni at the end of the day. They wouldn't want anything bad to happen. So I don't know. But that's a positive from my week. Yeah, no, that's a huge positive. That's well good. Thanks, Tom. That's very nice of you. Uh, oh, my sister got a promotion as well this week. Oh. She's, a, she's a big fan of the show. No, I don't. I think, she, I think she's listened to a few. Well done, Sister Hannah. That's so nice. What What's the promotion? From a band... Oh, no. You put, band five to... Band six nurse. Oh, very nice. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. That's an achievement. Band five to six. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> if, it's, it, if, you, if it's not, I've promoted her even higher than she is. So, yeah, no. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure she is. I'll edit it so it's correct. She'll never know. <laughs> so, room 101, shall we? Should we uh, yeah. delve so, in? So for people that don't know, because I don't think a lot of people know what Room 101 is. Room 101 is like a room where you banish things that you don't like or you hate, um, you know, so you never have to see them again. Yeah. I didn't know what it was until like, I watched the TV show as well. Um, yeah, so basically there's normally three celebrities, comedians, like just people in the public eye. They sit and they pick three things that they would banish from society. Things they just hate. It's things that make them angry. More angry than like upset, isn't it? It's like things people yeah, really I mean, hate. I mean, I, I didn't necessarily find it hard. But I wouldn't say these things make me angry. They're just things that I really don't like. Well, I have a few. I have a few notable. Because I, I, like, I was picking mine. I wanted... Baked potatoes was going to go on, but we've I've mentioned my hatred of baked potatoes many times on previous episodes. So I thought I didn't want to sound like a broken record. So I was like, I'll leave that one off. You can hear my yeah. my monologues about how much I hate baked potatoes in other episodes. I think it was the questions one where I spoke about it. Mm, that was like me and I was going to say rugby ball because it broke my nose. But then I was like, do I want to say that again on I the podcast? rugby balls. That would be a shit one anyway. Well, obviously, I wasn't going to say that, but it was an idea of, like, rugby because of my hate for my nose being broken, in case you didn't know. Mm. I had a nose. Well, exactly. Everyone already knows that. Um, <laughs> exactly. I, also put, I also put people who don't go away as well. <laughs> but that, that's, these aren't my actual ones. These were notable mentions. I thought that one that one's, could get nasty and personal. Um, also, Not. though, topical after today, private meme accounts after... I sent you that thing today and you're like, can't see it's private. It's like, well, what am I like? There's no point to saying that because I'm not going to do anything about it. Just follow it. I'm not going to follow it if I don't want to follow it. Yeah, but then you'll never see the follow it. See the video, then unfollow it. But my point, but that's, well, that's not what makes me angry. The thing that makes me angry is that they have to be private in the first place. But Why don't they just be public so we, every time. True, but you can't blame me. It's not my fault. Or you can, if, if I can't see it, just send me a screenshot or send me a video. The video. We'll screen record it. I, oh, wait, you're I on know, Android. I don't know how, you I don't can't. Know how to screen record. God. So, whose fault is that? It's not my fault. It's little old Tom's fault. If Get a screen recording app or something, Tom. It no, makes life so much easier. Storage and stuff. I can't. I don't. My phone doesn't have much storage because I've got all my music downloaded on it. I was going to say, you have loads of storage yeah. on your phone. I suddenly, yeah, I think my phone is. 300 gigabytes of storage which is more than my laptop and i think is about the same as my ps3 
Tom, I have 32 on my phone. Yeah, but I, you don't have... I've got, like, 30 days' worth of music, like, downloaded. Ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I'm too deep in the hole. I can't get Spotify now. And I can listen to it whenever I want. I don't need to worry about internet, Wi-Fi, data. You know, I'm free, in my eyes. Mm. Free. Fair enough. Well... Shall we shall we start off room 101? Jump into the filling of the flatbread. We should we should do rock, paper, scissors for who should go first. Yeah. Obviously, Three. this is like radio, so I actually can't see what she's doing. You're going to have to tell me what, what you actually pick. No, I'm joking. We're on Skype, but I can see her. <laughs> In case you didn't realise. Okay. <laughs> wait, are we doing it on three? I was about to say, can we do rock, One, paper, scissors, two, boom? Like, like, rock, paper, scissors, then do it. Okay. Rock, Rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> I don't want to say boom. No, I didn't mean that. I mean, that's when you do it. Just do rock, paper, scissors and then do it. Okay, well, okay. Three, two, one. Rock, paper, scissors. Oh my God. We can't do it at the same time. Oh. Rock, paper, scissors. So you win. You pick. Do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first. I did scissors. She did rock, by the way, for the people who are wondering. <laughs> okay. So my number one, I need, because normally um, Frank Skinner has like a lever that you pull and something pops out. Um, I'm pulling an imaginary lever. My number one thing, well, there's, they're not in any order, but... I was about to say, is this in a particular no, order for no, you? No, I just, I just put it. Um, I would put in room 101, I, well, I hate losing things, either mentally or physically, like losing things. I just get so obsessed about losing very i literally cannot think about anything else like it's so so frustrating for an example and it's i realize it's real world physical things but also things that don't even exist like that meme about that russian kid dancing i i once sent this to katie must have been like months couple couple months more ago and i've it was really funny and I wanted to watch it again, but I couldn't find it for anything. And we spent, we must have spent hours, literally I hours actually, over three I or four days. I actually did as well. I spent hours trying to find it. Over three or four days scrolling through our Snapchat conversations, Messenger conversations, Twitter conversations. It got so like obscure, like all our different private accounts, actual legit Instagram accounts. It was, oh, I just hate it so much. I just... I'd love to live in a world where you cannot lose things. And also, I did have that. I've got, I like planes and I've got a lot of model planes. And once I was cleaning my desk and on my desk, I have a model of a, of a, um, of a, it's a B-52 and I knocked <laughs> it off and it fell on the floor and broke. And one of like the aerials pinged off and I couldn't find it. And I was like, oh, I really like this model. Like literally couldn't, it was a tiny aerial. I moved my mattress but I was like, I need to find this thing because it was really messing with me. And I was like walking, I was doing my 10,000 steps in the garden, just walking around in circles. And all I could think about was this aerial. And I was like, I've got, I, so I couldn't find it, checked everywhere, like completely cleared my windowsill, completely cleared my desk. I was doing this whilst watching The Sopranos as well. And I wasn't paying enough attention to the storyline. I oh having to rewatch The Sopranos. Cleaned, like looked under my bed, looked around the side of my bed, couldn't find it. And I was like, right, my only option is I'm now going to have to make this aerial out of like a bit of plastic that I found in like an old uh, airfix kit. So I like remade this little aerial and glued it on. And that was the only thing that made me stop thinking about the fact that I'd lost this and broken off this tiny thing. 
and it's so it's so bad it's so frustrating and i hate it I, I just wish there was something that like as soon as like an app where it's like everything's tracked and as soon as you lose something you're just like where is my sunglasses and then it just tells that, you do you think that's like a form of ocd or something yes i think it's that, yeah <laughs> i do i mean i don't i i don't think i've got ocd in any other respect other than when i lose things i just obsess and obsess and obsess until i find I it so realize that until you had said about losing that piece like i didn't realize how much of a big deal that was how bad i was. had no idea yeah i don't know if it's just lockdown made it even worse yeah have you noticed it properly before lockdown before i'm trying to think of other times where i've had it actually and i can't really think I don't know. There's sometimes like I lose, I lose like my watch or sunglasses down the side of a sofa for a while, um, mm. but not now. Nah, this was this was this... the first time, and I was. It's happened. It happened again a couple. It did happen a few years ago, where a similar thing happened with a with an F eighteen Hornet model that I had. Where oh God! Part of the uh, part of the aileron uh, mechanism that like moves it wasn't there on the model, and I was like, shit, has it fallen off, or was it never there? That really fucked with me, but I'm trying. I'm not trying to think of it. Like other times, this happened. Keys, what about keys, when, and like student well, cards. What about the thing of like, do you know where you like go out of a room and you go somewhere to get something? Like you're going out the kitchen to go upstairs to get something out of your room. You get there, you forget. Does that type of thing get you as well? Oh, or? well, I really nah, not not really. I'm not that bad at that. What really, I do really hate though when you say oh, I was going to tell you something, but I've forgotten. I can't deal with that suspense. I'm like, though I've got, I've, I've learned to deal with that. I've learned to deal with that by just being really rude to you whenever you do that now. Um, that's just, I have to, that's my vent. It's, yeah, it is bad though. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. I don't have the best memory. Um, you know, I just, I don't know. It's it's something that's always like nagging in the back of my mind is like, I've lost something, but it was all right. I suppose it was not, it's not too bad in lockdown because you're like, wherever it is, it's in the house somewhere. Mm. <laughs> it's not gonna be anywhere else because i haven't left but yeah that's uh oh. that's my first thing god that's that's a good one tom so katie <gasps> your go so the first one for me is drinking games no <laughs> okay now she says sipping a gym. <laughs> oops some people may say that it's like really boring if you don't like a drinking game or probably will call me boring because I don't. But I hate the fact that f- drinking games force you to drink. Like I'm fully capable of being able to drink myself. I don't need a game to like make me drink any more or faster than I usually would to then potentially ruin my night. Like, I want to drink at a pace. I want to enjoy my time with my friends. If, like, if one of my friends said to me, like, we were going out, especially at home, oh, should we do Ring of Fire? I'd literally be there, like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing that? I feel like drinking games are there to, like, break, like, the awkwardness at the start. Like, that might help yeah. it for people. But you just that doesn't take long. That awkwardness isn't there for that long. And, and I don't think drinking games are the way forward like i just don't like them i'd rather be chatting to my friends or just enjoying the music or whatever just drinking games and like oh oh, no they stress me out more than anything because i'm like oh my god i'm under pressure i've got to like think of an answer or whatever but 
Yeah. Yeah, they I I I get that. They are they can be quite stressful. I think it depends on the group of people though with me personally. Most of my friends I'm pretty comfortable doing drinking games with because I'm like I'm probably like I'm not the worst drinker here. Like yeah. these guys I'm- a lot of people are going to be gone before I am, so I just need to not like just see them fail and then it'll be fine true but i mean it, it doesn't can really be, it can be rough i do quite like them though because i do i obviously it can be really intimidating i remember doing some like first year of uni and i was like oh my god i'm not prepared for this but like since I, then the first night of uni doing ring of fire i'm pretty sure there was like sweat going down from my forehead oh. like i was so nervous because I, a i didn't know the people and b i hate drinking games so, like, that combination together is awful. Even, like, doing drinking games with, like, any like anyone. doesn't matter. It could be, like, my closest friends. I hate it. Like, I refuse. I actually, I'm at the point now where I just refuse to do it. And it's fine. People think I'm being awkward. But I just hate it. I feel so uncomfortable. And I don't know what it is. But I just don't like being forced to drink. I'm fully, like like I said, I'm fully capable of like doing it at my own pace. I suppose freshers would have been so much worse as well because you're like, everyone's judging me. Like these are first impressions. These are so important and so significant. Like, I don't want to act like a dick or like come yeah. across as like someone who doesn't. I just want to fit in want... and be like accepted. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to come across as, as you'd want to come across right. But, like, also at the same time, it's like, I don't want to do something I don't want to do. <laughs> yeah, the last time I played a drinking game was New Year's Eve. I played Ring of Fire, and that was that was good fun. But, like, that was I was quite comfortable with that group of people, that, like, situation. I knew everyone there. I was like, yeah, people are going to be gone before I am. It is, but mm. it is hard. Like, it, you, there, are, there are certain tricks to, like, especially with, like, Ring of Fire, where you can kind of drink less than you let on. Yeah, but if you have to drink that drink in the middle, middle yeah, it gets bad. You just need to pray. But then my view is I'll either drink that and everyone's going to be like, he's the guy, and then I might be a bit sick or I'm going to be fine and not do it. But yeah, I don't think... Depending on the the people. The thought of drinking that makes me... Like, even thought now, I'm like on edge. Honestly, I hate them so much. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I do... They are really intimidating, like when I sometimes doing them at uni, where like when I used to doing them with like rugby, and you were like the the freshers, they were horrible. Uh, that's but to no, be fair, I that's re- that was relatively tame to some of the other shit that we did, but um, or were forced to do. But now I do get what you mean. That is that's fair enough, and like it does, it can ruin your evening. You drink that thing in the middle, that can properly make you so well and ruin your evening and like especially mixing like oh my gosh i sound i feel like i sound like a grandma in saying this but i don't i literally don't care like i don't want to do it don't have to do it yeah no i don't no one should be forced to do it i think though if you if you commit to playing you anything goes i don't like worse than people who don't like drinking games are people who play drinking games and then when they're forced to drink the thing in the middle they're like they like chicken out. It's like people who play it, but they won't start as the person who's it at primary yeah. school. Those were the, like the worst kind of people. Shit, that's that I love been, that. That could have been one of my things. Another <laughs> notable mention: people, people who love playing it but won't start as the person who's <laughs> it. Like those were just wankers. <laughs> Josh Finch. Um, no, I'm it, it, you were. That was you. So, Tough. sorry. Josh. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Yeah. I wouldn't ban them, but I get they they are terrifying at times. So. I mean, I get like they can be funny, 
but I quite like. It's part of the I buzz, quite, though, like, don't you think? Pardon? It's part of the buzz. I I get that, but also at the same time, no, I don't want to be involved. I'm not getting involved, babes. Mm. It's just not my vibe. I you know, I haven't played Ring of Fire enough though to know what all the cards mean. I have to play yeah, with no, exactly. like... it wasn't a thing we really did in first year and to be fair mm. I refused every time we did so but it is a good icebreaker actually though it, I think that's probably one of the main reasons why it's still like done it's just get loads of people focused on something fair mm. enough yeah maybe yeah so that's that's my first one right to you Tom my uh, my second one second to go in room 101 um, is People who cannot admit to things, whether it's admitting that they've done something wrong, whether it's admitting that they are wrong, whether it's admitting that they might have lied, whether it's people who can't admit to cutting their toenails and leaving them in the bathroom. <laughs> just about to say. Daniel Tully, um, or Daniel Tully's girlfriend, who I'm sure was very pleased that she was blamed for that. Um, you know, just and like especially in I obviously we don't want to dwell on COVID, but the government now, just like there's nothing wrong with just admitting that you change your mind, admitting that you were wrong, admitted that you haven't been as successful as you wanted to be or as you promised, like admitting that you've fallen short. You know, there's it the bigger man and like it takes more courage to admit that you're wrong than to just carry on lying and making a situation so, so much worse. I think, and it just really annoys me. People who like people who just don't admit to things, and it gets to the point where, like the toenail incident, where it just got to the point where Daniel can never admit that he did that because it will just reflect um, so badly that he carried on for so a, long. Aside though, in our house there was a bit of a problem of there were some toenails in the sink, and well, it, we don't they know just if they were to- they were nails. They were nails. They I were, hope they were, they nails. were fingernails. Not that it makes that much of a difference. <laughs> And no one in the house admitted to it, no. basically. And there were many things that no one admitted in the house. Even um, arguably even worse than the toenails, but that will never be podcastable. No, no. But I I agree with you there, Tom. I like people admitting when they're wrong. It's like when you threw my window, my <laughs> glasses out the window, supposedly. Do you remember that? Oh, we need to put that. We will put that video on the Instagram because that is one of my. I, I'm, you know, I'm not a magician, but I came pretty close to that I video. A, we had a friendship break over this. I had a great. That was a good week. That was a really good week. That friendship break. <laughs> no jokes. It was. It was dark. It, it was dark. Go on, tell the story though. Tell the story. We can't leave them hanging. Why did we have the friendship break? Let's relive it. Well, let's take it back. <laughs> in my room um i was having a lovely massage done by uh becky i think it was georgie or becky i'm not exactly sure uh tom stumbles home uh he'd been for a meal and he'd had a couple of drinks rugby christmas dinner well, I and actually George... didn't. I didn't drink that much. I actually, honestly, did not drink that much. I, was, I don't. I had an exam. I had. I had two or three pints and a glass of wine. The rest of the drinking games we were playing, I was drinking milk because I had an exam the next day. True, true. So Tom comes home. Um, Georgie's like, "Oh, like, shall we? Shall we shut the door? Because like Becky's giving me a back massage." And I'm like, "Oh, it's Tom. It's fine." Tom comes into the room and what do you say? Do you remember your exact wording? 
No, but I remember I offered everyone some Maltesers. No, that not not at that point. You were like, oh, what's the what's <laughs> I can't what's the greased up chicken doing on the bed or something like that? Because I had some baby oil on my back, and he was like, oh, let me go and get the spices for that. So you go and get oil sage and all the different spices it was, i then... said that because it was the way your arms were your arms were <laughs> like a, like they looked like chicken wings the way you, they, you were lying on the bed i don't think that's making it sound any better did i, I did i make a comment about you being a whale didn't was... <laughs> yes yeah. you did that was yeah i think that was that was that that was that was out of order but yeah. so so when you said i'll go and get the spices and the oil we locked the door, or Georgie mul- locked... With my Maltesers the other side. Yeah, but not... The Maltesers weren't there just yet. And in the meantime, you'd gone and literally put the spices and oil on everyone's beds, but in the... Uh, like, you hadn't poured it all over or whatever. No, I wasn't going to be a dick. But then... But you had... You had loosened up the lids, and when I went with Georgie to her room, we were, like, trying to pick it up, and... Some of like turmeric, I think, went everywhere all over my bed. I think it was mild chili powder. I, <laughs> Sorry. My thought process was, they said they weren't going to lock me out, and they have now locked me out. And I did say, if you lock me out, I'm going to pour oil over all of your beds. Like I did seriously consider maybe doing that because I am a man of my words. But I thought, no, that is a dick move, and I don't want to be in the same league as Jup in the hierarchy of the house. So my <laughs> thought process was. I will make it so they cause the damage. So I put all these spices on their bed, but undid the lid. But so from a distance, it looked like the lid was on. So you pick it up and then the lid falls off and everything inside falls out onto the bed. That's... So really, I didn't cause the damage. You oh, did. really? Top? That's so conniving. Oh, my God. But anyway, I, I had a, I was working around barriers, so I didn't seem like a twat, basically. And I think I well, succeeded. I... Really, Tom? I don't think it worked out in the end for you. Anyway, we can move on. The night, like, I don't know, carried on. I mean, I wasn't best pleased with Tom. Um, Then um, I get sent a video because when he had originally been in my room, when he'd called me a whale and the chicken, um, he had taken my glasses. I was wearing my contact lenses at the time. And then I get sent a video of him supposedly throwing my glasses out the window. My eighty pound glasses. <laughs> what I'd done is, yeah, I, I had glasses left over from my Halloween outfit where I was Walter White, um, and obviously he wears glasses, and I had these like Ray Bans, but but they didn't have lenses in, so they just looked like clear glasses. And I put those on my bed, and had the camera in one hand, and with the other hand I picked up Katie's glasses that were on my chest of drawers walked to the window as i walked to the window my hand went out of shot holding katie's glasses swapped the glasses over to these walter white ones which looked quite similar i opened the window and then threw these glasses out into the garden and then sent it to everyone and then shit hit I the mean, van <laughs> i mean i didn't i knew deep down you hadn't but i had to just clarify that you hadn't the video the video does look like i did though it, exactly. there, was, there was video evidence that suggested i had exactly i'm still i'm still well proud of this i don't think you should be proud of that but you know we've moved on you know every friendship has their ups and downs Katie and that messaged me down. that night saying stop being a prick and go to bed yeah um and not gonna lie tom they cost me 80 pounds 
just FYI, Tom, just in case you have thrown them out the window, they cost me £80. Pounds. Well, that same night, you came to my room, I opened the door and I handed them to you. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, you know. Yeah. Well, are we friends now? Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, that's my second thing. People who can't admit to things, whether it's cheering when you cut healthcare workers' wages or cutting toenails and leaving them in the bathroom and blaming them on your girlfriend. Um, <laughs> or just just admitting that you were wrong or you didn't know something. Like, there's no shame in admitting something. Just, like, I have a lot of respect for people who change their mind and admit they're wrong in, like, learning more or, like, uncovering more about something or, like, looking at the facts. Yeah, anyway, I agree. Katie, what's the second thing you're going to be putting in room 101? So the second thing that I'm putting in room 101 is like a really big pet hate of mine. Ooh. I've had it all my life. Um, Your massive and it's, nose. Tom, it's when, um, it's when people automatically assume that they can call me by a nickname. So... As in, like, Kate. So I've never... Not, like, teasing name. I saw you laugh then as if it was like I'm being teased or something. So I've never liked being called Kate. Like, I don't know what it is. I I just don't like it. And I've never had the nickname Kate. It's just... I just don't like it. But so many people, like, throughout my life, people that I don't know very well, just assume that they can call me that. Like, they don't know me well enough to know, A, that I don't like being called Kate, and B, like, we're not, like, very good friends. Even, like, it puts me, and I imagine it's not just me, in a really awkward position, because I'm like... That's not my name. (laughs) In in the words of the Ting Tings, no, that's not my name. Like, I don't know what to say. It's sort of like, oh, like, oh, no one calls me that. Like, how how do you address that situation? Like, it's not a massive deal, but it it literally isn't my name, and no one... Kate. Because if if it was blatantly not your name, you could be like, "That's actually not my name." But because it's kind of like your name, you do sound you sound a bit like it's a bit sort of passive aggressive if you're like it, someone's calling you Kate and you're like it's that's Katie. not my name. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like no, my name's Katie. Like that yeah. comes across really rude. And I had a PE teacher that used to say like, "Oh, well done, Kate," and I'd literally turn around and be like. <laughs> like what I what do I say to that like oh sorry it's Katie but thank you like I don't know how I don't know how you approach it it's better now like no one like I, for a while no one's called me Kate and if if else like they, people call me other names which I prefer like Katie yeah. Kate isn't a nickname that I use but yeah that that's that's mine I mean it's not the same for you because you're Tom Unless people call you T. No, I don't, yeah, people call me, well, people call me anything. I don't really care what people call me. Uh, there's only been one occasion where a guy's genuinely called me something else for a long time. It's a rugby coach who used to train me at school. Like, he did know me um, from, like, like, he trained me at other things, like other teams and stuff. Mm. But he kept on calling me Ben, and I was like, my name's Tom. But that was... Oh, my God. He only did that, he did that for, like, a couple of weeks, and then he, like, sunk in that it was Tom. But... Yeah, I get it with you. There's no excuse, though, if you're like, someone's like, oh, what What should I call you? Like, Katie. And, like, and you say Katie. There's no excuse for them really to, like, keep on getting it wrong. Um, and I can get how that can be really, really annoying. I don't know. People yeah, do no, call me, like, people call me Parent. Obviously, because there's, like, Tom. There's lots of Toms in, like, our friendship group. I don't yeah. care about that. And I don't really care about nicknames. What about, like, Cobber? 
because obviously Jake Tapping, big big friend and fan of the show, calls you Cobber, <laughs> and I really I don't like that name, but I found myself throughout this year just calling you. I think I did it ironically. Like, oh. Every time I did it, I was just like, oh fuck's sake, I don't know. Yeah, I don't even I don't know. I literally that is so unexplainable though. I don't know why I called you that. I could I don't. Like I think it. it's because so many so many people do. I don't know. Different people call me different things. Like um, people call me KB. People call me Cobber. Like I, I have all sorts of like different nicknames. But that's for people that I know quite well. Like people that I know well know I'm called that, and mm. they call me that. But it's when people like, if any of my friends called me Kate, yeah, I was gonna they'd say know just, they'd know they're winding me up. Like they they'd know they're just like trying to be funny. So, yeah, what would your response be if someone like Beth, for example, who shifted from somebody who doesn't know you very well to someone who's also your very, very close friend? Um, what would your response be if they said, Oi, Kate? I'd be like, what are you doing? Fairs. Anyway, fair enough. But yeah, that's mine. That is that is quite annoying. <laughs> but I can't relate Big to it. silence. Big silence from us there. Well, yeah, well, because my name's already, like, short. You can't shorten Tom anymore. No one's ever called me Tommy. And when people call me Thomas, it's like, I don't care. Because it's like, they're... Sort That's of, like, like such a like, teacher. Yeah, they, yeah That's... like, teachers or, like, friends were like, Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. But, yeah, that is weird, though. My name's Thomas, but no one has ever called me it, really. Yeah, but, like, you're, you introduce yourself as Tom. Yeah, no, I would. I wouldn't. If someone shouts Thomas, I don't respond. I don't think. Yeah, no. but like on social media or anything, you're not Thomas. So, no. What's your LinkedIn? Is your LinkedIn Tom? I think so. I never know what to write on my like front of my exams. I'm always like, do I write Thomas or Tom? I still, even to this day, what, don't know. What does your card say? I don't even your... know. I think, I it, think says it says Thomas. Thomas. I think I yeah. write on the front of my exams. Though, I do think I write Tom. Just checking well, now. You should... Thomas, Should be writing. It says Tom. Thomas. It does say Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Well, I suppose that is my name. Well, Tom, what's the final thing that you put into Room One Hundred and One that we're locking away in the vault? Um, oh. My final thing that's going in Room One Hundred and One is photographers in nightclubs, because <sighs> no one, no one wants that. No one's ever looked good in a photo that's been taken by a photographer at a nightclub. And if you think you do, you are wrong. You look awful and it's embarrassing and that should never have happened. And also, these pictures get taken and then where do they go? Where do these pictures go? You, like, you're in a club. There's like, it's, it's like, I, we don't, I don't really go to places where they still take pictures in nightclubs, but they do exist. Actually, no, still, they're still actually sometimes like people behind like decks and stuff take pictures of the crowd even that no no like i get people want to document events have happened but no one wants that no one wants that they they're awful you look awful and it's like no one wants the whole world to see them when they're in like a venue at like 4 a.m in the morning drunk and sweaty but what's with these pictures get taken you have no idea how good or bad you look in them and then they get posted on facebook where publicly so anyone can see and then one of your friends sees that you're in one of the pictures tags you which means then all your friends on facebook can see that you've been tagged in this picture and like they're just like no and that's there forever but also (laughs) what happens 
What happens? To, well, sometimes they never appear anywhere. You're like, we got a picture in, say, like Kiki's that we never ever saw. Where is that picture? Who has that picture? What's it being used for? And oh, it's just bad. I hate it. It's disgusting. Everyone always looks disgusting. And when you see someone who's like put on Instagram a picture of them, or like on Facebook, a picture of them that's been taken where they're like holding up a sign from like the name of the nightclub, and you're like, oh, such a good night. You're like. That's embarrassing, and you look awful. You shouldn't be proud of that. Sort your life out. Change. So that's right. the final thing that I put in room 101. God, I can tell you're really passionate about that, Tom. That was the one I came up with first. I really, There's just no need for it. Photographers in nightclubs, fuck off. They're really... It's funny, though. No. Like, you can't deny... You cannot deny it's funny looking back at photos. It, I don't mind pictures that I've consented to that someone's taken on a phone because you can then delete them and no one ever sees them ever again and you yeah. were in a you were in the mood where you're like actually yeah I, I want a picture I want to take a picture I want to be in a picture you know but when it's like someone's stood over you at like the front like behind the decks taking pictures of people in the crowd or like someone's walking around the crowd with a camera just like no fuck off please and it's really hard when someone's like take a picture you know I don't want to be rude but I'm literally just like no go away but obviously that's really hard to say that to someone who just is obviously doing a job and needs to get paid. I just you know, all you need to say to them, Tom, is as I have done on many occasions where I've not been not been feeling myself, I'm like, oh, I'm not looking my best, and I'm like, oh, I'm all right, thank you. That's all you need to say. And they're like, oh, it's Yeah, but fine. I, can't, I can't lie to them because I look good all the time. I just sometimes I just take one bit. I knew you were going to say Well, that. there's one picture from a night at Ziggy Six that Siobhan showed me the other day where... I'm stood in the crowd with my fingers in my ears. And like, it's like a nightclub. And I, obviously I was doing it as a joke, but it does, like, people looking back at me like, has that guy got problems? Like, he stood in the middle of but like... Who's, was, but if you think realistically, who's going to care? I know, but still, it's there. I know. Everyone can see it, you know? True, it's true. That is true. I mean, I don't mind them. I, I know what you mean, that you don't always look great. However... It is fun and it does make you, like it's something you can laugh about. I do get and I do get like companies want to you need to like advertise nights out and stuff. Just don't just have cameras from a distance that can't like we can't like make out people very well. Mm. Or just like if someone like tags if someone who's in the crowd takes a video and then tags you in it use that like if it's a venue or a DJ don't get someone walking around the crowd with a camera taking pictures of sweaty people. No one, you know what the no one looks thing? good in like a rave or a like event. Do you know what the worst thing about that is? That person taking the photos should be sober, and they are the ones going around asking these people who look not their best. Yeah, they're the ones saying, "Do you want a photo?" I can't like, imagine. When I see it's myself, such a bad. Yeah, I'd hate to have to do that job. Because like, like, that must be painful. Is, is it yeah everyone else is having the time of their lives and you're going around taking pictures of them sober or you've got to put up with like loads and loads of drunk people mm. and you're not having fun it's just not a very i just i'd hate to have that job it's not very dignified when you're the only sober one taking pictures of people who are drunk are probably going to tell you well a lot of them are probably going to be like go away yeah not ideal not that's so why i put them in my room 101 wow Definitely passionate about that one. I, well, I took. I spent. A, well, I didn't spend that long. I sort of. I sorted out my list last night. I was laying in bed, thinking, 
people who don't go away doesn't make the final cut. But that's my three. Well, wow. So, Katie, what's the final thing that you'll be putting away in the vault? Room 101. So, the, fi- the final thing I'm putting in Room 101 is when people say, like, your music taste or or music or songs you listen to is awful or they hate it or, like, that type of thing. Um, and I say that because... I think music, I get it. Everyone has different music tastes and it is opinions. Um, But, like, people's opinion of music is, like, it is subjective. No one has... Yeah, yeah, like, no one has the same uh, liking music. And regardless of, like, what you listen to, if you like it, you like it. And so many people... I feel like I've just, like... It was before uni I found that I would listen to music and people would be like, what is that? Why are you listening to that? People have now gone to uni and they like that type of music. And I'm now like, right, okay, take this back three yeah. years ago and let's see like what you would have thought then. And people I get are, it. People that- are allowed to change their minds though, Katie. We've got to encourage people, people to change their minds. They need to admit True. that they were wrong. True, but yeah. they really made like a... A mountain out of a molehill when about me mm. um i mean it's not a massive deal but like i don't, I don't know. know i i think yeah i fully agree with that we sort of disc- there's a similar thing in the episode where we were talking about vegetarians there was a similar thing where it's like you do what you want but don't try and force what you do down my throat i think to a certain yeah. extent like that's you need to have that with like food and like eating yeah. meat and obviously but especially it comes to very like more subjective things like music tastes definitely yeah exactly and saying like, that though, i'm I pretty sure it. i'm i've said stuff to other people where i'm like you listen to green day fuck off like but like grow up. but if it, but it doesn't matter about what like green day how many listeners do they have like Obviously, people like that music. Do you know what I mean? It's trash. They need to learn. I'm joking. Yeah, I know. I joke. Like, but it's it's being being in the in the band as well, though. It's like, yeah. But for me, if I don't like, like, I'm not, you know, R and B isn't really my type of music. I don't like, or you know, or rock isn't my type of music. You know, but I know people like that music. I have music appreciation. I'm not going to say it's awful. It's just not my thing. And I think people need to like understand that and not be just so... Uh, like It is definitely down to opinion. And then people could say, well, it's my opinion that it's awful. I get that. But just let people enjoy the music. Like, mm. like, is it that much of a big deal to you to tell someone like how much you hate something? Yeah. No, I think it's different. It was, diff- yeah, it was different for me obviously, like being in the band when Josh would like try and write songs sounded like green day I'd be like no i'm not having anything to do with that or like mm. will who listens to like prog rock would try and write prog rock sort of stuff be like no not into that we're not doing that so that was different but yeah i like music's so subjective and but there's loads mm. of tangents you can break off this like people who like, i'm a huge fan of like i think my first love and like probably one of my biggest like musical especially, well, especially while i was at school with like musical inspiration just like 
I just idolised the Arctic Monkeys, and they're so like mainstream now. I like have to actively be like, oh, not really a fan of them anymore. I never really got that with the Strokes though. I've always been like, I, I wouldn't say a they a lot more affinity to like the Strokes and even like Oasis. Like, I don't feel as embarrassed about being such big fans about those bands as I do like the Arctic Monkeys. But I do sometimes. I don't know. I don't like it when people people shouldn't have to like pretend to not like a band because they get popular. But also, people shouldn't try and just listen to obscure music just to make them seem cooler and more like, Different. like, like adventurous maybe. Um, but I think like even like at times I've been probably guilty of doing stuff like that. Maybe I don't know. To be fair, like the music though, I'm properly really into like Hamilton Lighthouse, Cameron Avery. Um, Cameron Avery. Yeah, no, Cameron Avery, not Daniel Avery. The gym. Who's Cameron Avery? He's. What um, music? He's he's the bass player in Tame Impala, but he's got a solo project which is really really oh, good. Okay, I've, yeah, mentioned I've mentioned him before. Um, and like Black Keys, Car Seat Headdress, Bowling Blackout, Coastal Fever. Like, mm, yeah. I'm really into those bands, and they're not actually that well known. Drums, um, Magic Numbers, but then again, like Arctic Monkeys, The Killers, like The Cure. Like, I'm super into those bands. Um, mm. Oasis. But I sort of you maybe do shy away from it a bit more because you're like, oh, those are proper like mainstream, yeah, um, and you don't want to just seem like everyone else following the crowd. But there's nothing. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean about mainstream music in in that sense. I'm trying to think like, can I think of anyone that I did like that are now really, really mainstream? I don't Two, really know. Tudor Cinema Club, probably. Like, those first two albums were masterpieces, and since then they've gone downhill. But those first two albums were, like, pioneers of the new wave of guitar indie music. That is, yeah, I, I was think about those to say. Were really influential. I was about to say, like, yeah, I don't, I don't really, I'm not really a massive fan of, like, Tudor Cinema Club because, like, it's played a lot, and, like, people are so... Or Tame Impala, maybe he's massively, massively idolised now, and he like, started as being like, a very sort of like obscure alternative artist, and now he makes like huge pop music, like very big successful pop music. With, even with Two Door, like I, I like their music, but I've listened to their music too much. Like it's not like I don't like mm, it. It's yeah. just sort of like to it a little bit too much i've you heard it too know much what, you know what happens and it doesn't it doesn't yeah, feel the same a, as it a, used to i need a bit of a friendship break from two door cinema club and that is the same with a lot of music it's not that i don't like it i just don't need to listen to it for a yeah. while and i just think some people need to like realize that about music in terms of like yeah you might not be a fan but let other people enjoy it you know yeah and we're only exploring one genre in that obviously we haven't got into techno and like edm and various things like that and like rap like it's yeah this it applies to so much but yeah fair enough i get that that's cool mm, but that is that is a genuine pet hate of mine when yeah, you're someone, not asking other people to someone, like your music yeah and if someone doesn't like because i quite like to suggest music to people you know like i'll say to people i think you'll like this mm. i want people to tell me if they don't if they're not a fan like i'm not gonna cry yeah, that what? is so. That's so, yeah. I was just thinking, that happens so much where like you suggest a song to someone, or they suggest a song to you. I'm so bad at when someone does that to me. I just don't listen to it. I'm and I'm like actively like during isolation. I actively had a few days where I went through because whenever someone sends me like screenshots, like you do it a lot, I'll just save them and I'll be like, I'll listen to it later. But I never do. Yeah. The last few days, I actively went through and did that. And the reason why I did that was because I suggested an album 
to one like one of my uni mates and he listened to it and then he wrote like little paragraphs for each and every song about how it made him feel and like what he thought of the music and like what it reminded him or not didn't say how it made him feel that's really wet he just said how he just said like what it made him think what he liked about it what other music it sounded like i was like oh shit this guy's actually like gone through and really like in depth listened to these things i've suggested to him and like whenever he suggested stuff to me sort of listened to the introduction and been like yeah that's all right and then like not finished it so i i then went and did the same to everything he'd ever suggested to me and i was sending these messages back to him and then i started doing it with uh music that you'd suggested to me as well and then um lucy howard does it a lot and i to be fair lucy if i suggest songs to people then i think people are genuinely quite good at actually listening to my suggestions because they're just better people than i am not that it reflects on my suggestions they're just better people than i am when it comes to that sort of thing but yeah no it's the little things in life. It is, it is. And it's nice, though, when people... I feel like, because I was speaking to Kezia the other day, talking about music, and I was there, like, do you listen to this type of music? She was like, no, I never do. And I was there, like, right, I'll look at some songs for you. And she was like, oh, Katie, I feel so special. I was there, like, oh. Yeah, no, th- yeah. And he, I, this guy was the same with me, he gave me loads and loads of really good suggestions. It's nice, it's and, like, nice. And, actively asked me for suggestions. Yeah, I, as, as opposed it's to... Nice. Because that's not it's not forced then, and it's nice when people are open to actually listening to other music. Like they might not listen to that music, but they're open to it. Like Kezi was like, "No, I don't really." But like, if you've got anything, and I was like, "Right, mm. I'll send them over your way." Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we went on a little bit of a tangent there, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think we're we're coming to the end we're drawing to the close yeah. we're locking up the vault the little things in life does room 101 comes we're to close this path on that one aren't we tom yeah this is me and katie obviously have exams so this is going to be the last yeah. episode for a couple of weeks we'll probably come back mid-june yeah um, yeah uh but for the meantime carry on listening i was also thinking in the break uh well this week is that we still need to do more sort of like things that have something to do with the phrase the little things in life one of these things was that jake tapping he's already been mentioned <laughs> big big fan and uh listener of the show as and a good friend of the show as well um he sent me a snapchat this week which was him cooking you know how like when you cook pasta with the lid on like it obviously the water bubbles up and like sometimes can like boil over you know like the bubbles come to the top of the pan. so he was cooking you. and then just as it like is about to pour over the edge of the saucepan he like filmed himself <laughs> taking off the lid and was like way and like i thought oh that is that is really funny like that is the little things that in life. Is a little- and another time this happened in isolation obviously boys shave well and girls shave um in the house last year we didn't have shaving plugs where you can like charge face shavers for boys so we, yeah, we us didn't. three boys in our house always had to share my plug and it was such a ball ache like you wanted to charge up your shave but you can't because jup's fucking using it and Obviously, post being home, we have fucking shaving plugs at the house, and it's just such a nice, it's just something you don't appreciate. It's just a nice little thing to have. It just you plug it in, it doesn't wobble, <laughs> it fits. You say I want two hundred and forty volts, bam, you're done, and it's great. And also, we had a you asked this week food stories relating yes. to my the video about my fucking horrible lunch breakfast yeah. at two five six. And we, had a, we had a very good one that we're going to mention. We had a few, but the one we're going to mention was Siobhan's. Who's that another, was so uh, funny, actually. Yeah, who said that she once ordered a bottle of water 
um, from Ubi Eats while she was in the queue at Hidden. And um, then... It's the night if you don't know. Yeah, spent about six quid. Obviously, she was very thirsty. Uh, by the time it arrived... Expensive water she's ever bought. By the time it arrived, she was in the nightclub and she never she never got it. So there was just a man in his Uber Eats, obviously just like looking out for this girl who'd ordered a bottle of water. I bet water. he's like, pop, he's popped into co-op, got her yeah. water, and he's there like, right, what am I supposed to do this now? Yeah, and he wasn't, a, she obviously can't can't really go out and then come back in again, obviously in the clubs. So she, she, just, had to, she just had to leave him there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mum was saying as well she said there was a few that she'd had from like a hotel once where like each night was pretty much the same food they just changed the name of it so like you thought you were getting something different but then it arrived it was like the same thing that they'd been eating like all week and like she ordered I think it was my sister ordered ice cream and their ice cream was like an arctic roll but they'd just taken like the sponge off around the edge so it was ice cream and stuff like that yeah just funny little, well, that last one probably wasn't that funny, but little food stories. Mm, yeah. There was also one time where mum and they ordered something in a restaurant and the old lady, this old lady came over and looked at, I think it was my mum and my sister, and just went, and the two tarts? <laughs> like, that was something they'd ordered. And like, I don't remember that, but I can imagine that would be quite funny. That's Maybe so it was funny. a guy. I don't know. <laughs> anyway... This is going to be the last episode of a while. Thank you very much for listening. Yes. And um, we'll try and keep like the social media going so we can update you all on what's been said in the meantime when we do come back. Yeah, we'll ask you what you would put in Room 101. Um, yes, definitely. But yeah, use this time whilst we're not uploading for like the next couple of weeks to obviously listen to episodes you haven't listened to. And thank you so much for the support you continue to yeah. give us. Look after yourselves. Yeah, stay if you've safe. got damn good luck. Yes, good stay, try and stay motivated. And in essays and stuff, hang on in there in self isolation. Yeah. Stay safe, wash your hands, think of others. You dirty pig. I've been Tom. I've been Katie. You've been listening to the Little Things in Life podcast. We'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you. See you in a couple of weeks.